Hello and welcome to another video game Cinemax. This is number 131 and we are the official 4-1 Game Zone podcast. I am your host Sean Garmer with me today. My usual host Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Uh, well, how have things been? Good. The Steam sales in full swing. <laughs> yes, Steam sale in full swing. It uh, goes on until the 4th, so until Monday, I think it's, is it like 3 p.m. Eastern or something? I would assume it would go till, uh the 7th, because they typically run this thing for two weeks. Well, I, the thing I keep getting every time I log on says the 4th. Uh, that might be true then. Yeah, I might, might have just misread it. Might be shorter. Sure. Yep. And it's weird they're not doing the flash sales this time. Just well, they stopped doing that uh, last I think Christmas. They they have a new policy. Of just this is the cheapest it's going to be for the sale, and that's it. Wow. Which well, why they start doing that? The, the the developers get mad or something? No, I think it's just a Valve policy. Like I think they I think Steam gets slammed during that like 1 p.m. every day, or at least 1 p.m. Eastern, like when the new sales hit. So, yeah. I mean, it's a good way for them. I guess it's a decent way for them to kind of bypass that. But it it's not very community driven, like minded. And right. I thought I thought flash sales were fun, and you could usually get games cheaper, or you could like hopefully wait for a game to go on sale. Yeah, especially also they would have like at the end they would have a oh in case you missed it. Well, we're also flash sale again. Like, most of the time, they do, like, little games also. Like, last year was a, a clicker game, or they've done Christmas games, Christmas sales, where you get it, you turn, like, purchases into, like, coal, or you get coupons and stuff, and this year they didn't do anything. <laughs> ah, kind of a bummer. This year, it's like, hey, if you want VR games, they're on sale. It's like, no, I do not. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what did you uh, get from... The sale. Well, what I got and what I've played are pretty much the same thing. Um, I've got Assassin's Creed Syndicate Gold, and it actually runs fairly well on my PC, so I'm kind of happy about that, because Unity didn't run for shit. Uh, a game called The Floor is Jelly. It's a little platformer that I broke. Um, <laughs> Why'd you break it? There's a level where you have to turn stuff. You can like turn the like level by 90 degrees, uh, and I managed to turn it in a way so... And if you die, you respawn at the turning point. But I managed to turn it in a way so I'm, I'm constantly responding into death. And it won't turn, and I, I don't know how to fix it. If it is, I have to start over. There's no, like, start new game option, so I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Weird. Uh, a game called Talisman... The Horus Heresy. It's a board game based on Warhammer 40k. Um, I kind of broke that too. Uh, <laughs> or I didn't break it. I just don't know what to do. Like I beat. Uh, I kind of like the 40k universe, and the game is basically like you and other players are racing to the bottom of this game or this board game. Uh, and the other player attacked me, I won, and it said, okay, pick up a piece of gear from that other player, 
now that you won, and I don't know how. <laughs> there's no like, there's no option, and the UI is pretty bad in that game actually. So I sat there for five minutes and just cl- quietly closed it. <laughs> wow. Um, Titan Souls, uh, Punch Club, Riff Racer. It's not on sale, but I bought Pac Man two fifty six. Um, NBA 2K16, uh, Michael Jordan edition, so you know I'm going to be playing that a lot. Um, Marvel Heroes, a Civil War pack, and finally, Press X to Not Die, a really bad looking FMV game. <laughs> <laughs> you like those, uh, bad looking FMV games. And I've also been playing, uh, Bloodstained, the Bloodstained demo. How is that? Is it uh, very much like a Castlevania? Yeah. yeah. It runs a little slow. Uh, they've mentioned that, like, in the demo, like in the Kickstarter notes, like, make sure to run it in arrow mode to get it to, like, run at full speed, and I'm like, I, I am. It's still running slow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Like, you get, you can pick up, like, souls of your enemies, and you get new magical attacks and stuff, so... Yo, it's more Castlevania. <laughs> Anything different from Castlevania at all, or just straight up? It's polygonal. It's not sprite-based. It's I think it's all like the Unreal Engine. Um, and it's not like Symphony of the Night, where you basically just use swords. It's more like the later Castlevanias, where I only got two weapons in the... I think I got three weapons in the game. Uh, one was a sword, which is fine... And one was karate boots, or like shoes to kick enemies with. It's like, uh, I'm going to stick with the sword, thank you. Nice. And, yeah, most of those games are okay, or I played a good chunk of some of them. Well, I uh, got Banner Saga this morning after they announced the Xbox Live games for gold, that Banner Saga 2 is going to be debuting on consoles uh, on the first with Xbox One. So it's $5, why not? Uh, Day of the Tentacle remastered. Been waiting to get that. It was at, it was at 9 bucks, so not bad. And I went ahead and got Psychonauts and Costume Quest 1 and 2, and then I forgot I had Costume Quest 2 on the Xbox One. Yeah. So it could have saved me a dollar, but... Oh, well. It's a dollar. <laughs> yeah, and I got the <laughs> Learn Japanese to Survive, which you do learn hiragana writing it. I I thought they would have more, like, actual speaking. It's kind of like a cheap, if you really need a really cheap version of, like, Rosetta Stone uh, for Japanese, but they hopefully they'll get some kind of uh, DLC or something for with kanji or uh, something later. But it's still pretty cool. It actually does teach you uh, hiragana writing, and it has uh, like words you can learn to speak and stuff like that. So for like three bucks, not not bad actually. Um, and I think I might have gotten something else. I don't remember right now. Oh, I got that big pack of stuff that has like 21 games that has all these like a bunch of like RPG Maker RPGs and other smaller games that were like it was like four bucks so 
not going to try to even start going through them because most people will not know uh, what they are. And I also got a Tokyo Mirage Sessions uh, because I convinced myself after reading the reviews that Mark said were really good. Then I hop on, I'm like 95s and 90s and stuff. And well, uh, yeah, I, I, it's uh, very much uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, Persona, it has the the characters that... And this comes from somebody that's only played Persona Q. I've never played the other uh, Persona games. I have them. I never actually sat down to try to play them. I, play, I think I played a little bit of Nocturne. That's about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it has uh, the everything from just the battle system to... Um, the, it has a little bit of Fire Emblem in the battle system, but it's mostly Shin Megami, and then it has Fire Emblem characters, which is where you get the Fire Emblem stuff from, like, you get to play with Krom, and with, uh, Kaida, and Kane, and I think there's a few others that eventually show up, but right now you only have three characters, and it's sort of like a brighter version of the Persona games, because you're trying to be an idol, basically. So, you know, I don't want to give anything, really. I've only played through the prologue, which is like the first dungeon, and then you get a lot of uh, the talking stuff. And then I'm going into the second dungeon now. The good thing is it lets you save wherever you want, so you don't have to, like, go through a dungeon, finish it all out, and then have to wait to do that to save. Because, uh, you know, the Wii, the Wii U uh, gamepad tends to run out of battery uh, pretty quick. Um, so, I'll be sitting there playing, I'm like, man, I don't want to stop playing yet, but I have to because the Wii U gamepad is about to run out of battery. And you have to have the gamepad because it has, uh, in Japan, they have this, this app called Line, which is basically like a messenger sort of phone call sort of app thing that's on like all the phones. And you get actual messages from the other characters, and you have to look at them on the gamepad. But you cannot play it, because of that, you cannot play it off the TV. It's one of the only games you cannot play off TV. So, uh, just letting people know that if you're one of those that's used to playing just on the gamepad by itself, you can't do that. So, um, uh, the game is full $60. So, you normally, a lot of times the games are like 50 and... I've enjoyed it pretty much. I think next week I'll probably be able to have a better grasp on it. But if you like Shin Megami Tensei, I think uh, it's really it's that that game's for you. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, I'd say maybe try. I, I just you know trying to get somebody to pay sixty dollars for something and then you're not totally familiar with those kind of games is kind of hard to say, but. I, I've enjoyed it, so, you know, maybe next week I'll, I'll be able to talk more about it or whatever. But uh, I've also been, uh, I'm reviewing the Fire, Fairy Fencer F PS4 edition, which actually has a different name. It's like Fairy Fencer F, like Dark Advent something or another. Uh, I got through the first two worlds in that. Uh, obviously runs better than the PS3 version. But everything else is pretty much the same. So if you have the PS3 or the PC version already, I would say you don't need to buy it. 
It actually doesn't come out for like another month, but they don't have an embargo on it, so that's kind of weird. Normally when the game comes out like a month from now, they have a big-ass embargo, but this game doesn't, so. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been playing, and as we'll get to at the end, other uh, as along with Tokyo Mirage Sessions, almost every freaking game that came out this week was apparently great, but we'll... Uh, We'll talk more about it um, later. Uh, so, as I mentioned, the Xbox games for gold and the PS Plus games for gold uh, got announced since this is the last day in June that we're uh, discussing this here. Banner Saga 2 comes out starting tomorrow. Uh, Tumblestone comes out starting July 16th on the Xbox One. Rainbow Six Vegas 2 comes out for the 360 and along with Tron Evolution uh, coming out at the second half of the month. Some good games there, at least. Okay. <laughs> Anything you're uh, interested in? or what? I know you don't have an Xbox One. But... Uh, Rainbow Six Vegas 2 is good. Um, I've tried to play Tron Evolution. It's not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> like, it looks cool, but I think the gameplay is just really weird in that game. Like It's like a weird Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I remember you telling me that it like broke or something. Or no, I mean it ran fine on my computer. I played it for computer, it ran fine. It just wasn't fun. <laughs> ah, well, for PS, of... it's just ahead. a small problem. <laughs> yeah, for Saints Row, uh, Saints Row Four, God to hell, the Xbox One got Saints Row Four uh, by itself uh, last month. So wasn't that the um, only the Xbox 360 version though? I think so. I'm not sure necessarily. Like, I didn't actually play it. So. And then, it, and then it was like, you can play it on three, you can play it on the Xbox One also. It's like yes, there's already an Xbox One version out. <laughs> yeah, this makes sense. Uh, so you get the little expan, you get that expansion, and you get Fury for the PS4, Fat Princess, and Call of Juarez: Bound in Blood, which is a sequel to that Call of Juarez uh, Gunslinger game for the PS3. And you get Prince of Persia Revelations and Arishka Tainted Blood for the Vita. So I remember hearing that Prince of Persia game wasn't that very, that wasn't that good, but yeah, yeah. except for uh, I mean uh, Saints Row is fine, but this week is, this month is kind of weak from PSN. Yeah, Fat Princess is good if you still haven't played it. It's like wasn't that like a launch game for the well yeah, also. Yeah. It's also funny. There's like a mid long, there's like a week long PSN sale going on right now, and Get Out of Hell is like six dollars. Yeah. So I saw like the minute they posted this, I saw someone go like, "So are you going to refund the people who are who just paid for this thing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who maybe didn't know that it was a PS Plus game. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. I guess like they're trying to reward the people that don't have PS Plus. All right. Weird. Even though Sony did uh, announce that. Half of their ownership of the PS4 has PS Plus, so I wonder what the other half are doing. If, uh, well, I mean, I know with you, it's you tried, but you lost your. I actually, I actually found it. So. Oh sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I had like a PS uh, unscratched off P, a three month card, and I thought I lost it, but thankfully I didn't. <laughs> well, there you, now you can uh, go download you some uh, Get Out of Hell. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, 
Uh, th look, uh, this was a slow news week, honestly, so we may be uh, out here quick with this one. Uh, I don't know. There was some some funny stuff happened this yeah, week. <laughs> exactly. There is some funny stuff. Uh, but we'll start here with Nintendo talking about that they are working on VR. They don't say that it's for the NX, but they are working on VR. Uh and that they they cite the same thing that they cited a year ago as to why they did not show it at this E3 either, that they are worried about imitators. I don't know what the difference would be if you show it at E3 or if you show it three or four months from now, you're still going to get imitators. Seems like a cop-out to me. No, because it, it is, but with... At least with Microsoft already announcing the Scorpio, if the NX just has some like really like wonky or revolutionary thing, like they Microsoft can't go back and say, "Oh, we, we're going to have this in the Scorpio also." Like, like look at when the Wii had motion controls, and then the Sony like PS3 added them in a really kind of half-assed way, and right. even and even Microsoft did to a certain extent. It's like. No. So, I... I well, it took them, like, a year or two to come out with the Move and Connect, right? I mean... Yeah, but if if it is really going to be a unique thing, then it, it's, it'll be a, a far more naked attempt at trying to chase what Nintendo's doing. Oh, no, I agree. And, I mean, if it is that thing that, you know, we're all... We've talked about a bunch of times, the only people that could do it is Sony. Microsoft doesn't have a handheld... And, you know, and well, they, it's, not like, it's yeah. not like Sony's going to announce a Vita 2. <laughs> they, they are done with the handheld market, I would hope. I would hope. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. They keep some of these games that are coming uh, are still coming out for Vita. So, uh, you know. Yeah, but it's they're not new games. They're basically just cross by. Like, it's not like it's not like you. Sony had like a Vita Vita ten minutes at E three this this year or anything like that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the kid is on summer vacation and she's still awake, and uh, they apparently got up late from a nap, and so she decided she had to come in here and play with the dog. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I you're right about that. I can I totally understand uh, your thing. I just. If it's that revolutionary, and it's something that either one of those consoles can plausibly do, I don't know. I mean, how they would necessarily do that, but at least uh, Nintendo would would have a, a lead on them. I think uh, the VR thing is smart. It's something that you already know your competitors are doing. You know you're going to be high graphic wise. I mean, they didn't have the greatest of attempts with VR the first time, but hopefully they can learn from that, and who knows if it'll be in the NX or not. Uh, it, I mean, I guess they could make their own VR thing and have it come out later for the NX, but not to be there at launch, but what do you think about Nintendo doing VR here? You think we'll, we'll see it? After they already tried once, why not try, try again? That's... <laughs> I mean, 
they probably still have like virtual boy headsets somewhere, and they're just bolting in new shit into it to make it work correctly now. <laughs> You're like, oh, now it's in color. Already. Yeah. No, it's not black, white, and red. <laughs> oh, it's just black and red. There yeah. was no white. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm. Yeah, that's right. It was red. I remember things. The only time I ever played with that thing was on a. We were on some kind of summer in some cabin, and my uncle had one of those for some reason. I, I've had two of those in my lifetime. Don't ask me why. <laughs> what? Yeah, not gonna. <laughs> I got one like right, right when it came out. I remember that. Right. And I had it, and I think it broke because the whole thing had mirrors inside of it. And I think one of the mirrors got like screwed up in it. Right. And then, and then I somehow got another one. I don't, I don't remember how or what happened to that one, but like Mario Tennis was fine, and I think Red Alert was okay, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, I only ever played Mario Tennis on it, so I have no idea about other games. But yeah, Mario Tennis worked fine. It just I would get my my eyes would start hurting after about an hour. Yeah, that's what happened to everyone. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't uh, play very long, and that's one thing Nintendo said they're worried about is long play sessions with the thing. So and I mean that that seems to be a thing everybody is worried about. But when you have stuff like Fallout Four coming and and Doom and everything else coming to it. I would I would think a more worrying problem for them would be the social aspect because Nintendo's always been a more of a social minded company. Like gather your friends and family together to play games, and how are you going to do that with the headset stuck in your head? Oh my god! Hey, and that was it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I gotta love having a five-year-old at one in the morning supposed to be asleep. Anyway. I'm gonna act like that kid did not just say that. Anyway, uh... Well, you have it recorded for, on a podcast for posterity, so in <laughs> ten years, you know, you can, you can play this back to her. <laughs> you, you have evidence against her. As she uh, sticks out her tongue. <laughs> All right, but uh, I'm, I'm already laughing, so we might as well get to this. Uh, I don't, I don't know whether to laugh or feel sad for uh, these people at Warner Brothers. They released a horrible PC port of Batman: Arkham Knight. Uh, if you didn't see it, you missed the sale on PS4. It was like twelve dollars last week. By the yeah, way, yeah, I got I got it like last year for PS4 for like eighteen, and it came with the season pass. Yeah, I didn't have money at that. I hadn't been uh, paid at that point, and I kept looking at it, and going, "Oh man, twelve dollars, not bad." And then I just completely forgot, <laughs> and it was Tuesday already. I was like, "Oh damn!" But and then, you know, Arkham Origins, they don't want to act like it's part of the same deal, it's, even though... It's not It's not part of the Rocksteady trilogy. It's like, then you shouldn't have made it, then fuckers. Well, like. I, I mean, like, you know, 99% of people don't know that, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, it was supposed to release next month at, you know, on this day, next month, pretty much. 
And now they come out and go, we don't only need additional time. We don't have a release date for you. It's indefinitely delayed. Yeah. Good <laughs> on you. <laughs> so like, do, you, do you think that they might have been having problems with, like, transferring from Unreal 3 to Unreal 4? Or do you think it's just... Well, I think when they released a trailer, they released a trailer for that thing like a month ago. And someone went through it and compared it to the PC version, and it looked mark. It looked they compared. I think they even yeah, it looked markedly worse than the PC version. And I think they even compared it to a few shots of the like like the 360 version, and it looked worse than that. Oof! Like there was one shot in particular in Arkham City when at the beginning of the game you're Bruce Wayne, uh, and you meet Steve, you meet Doctor Strange, and like he like you look you see. You, see your reflection in his glasses in the 360 version and the PC one, and you didn't in the new one, in the tr- like the trailer they made. And it's like, that looks fucked up. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's, a, it's probably a big technical reason. Um, I, I hats off to them for not just cr- like releasing it and saying, you know, fuck it, like they did with Arkham, or like, Arkham Knight. Um... But it's just kind of too little, too late, I think. I mean, like, who's really clamoring for all of this? And then, not only that, but, like, to not have all the games in one collection. I know Arkham Knight just came out or whatever, but, like, just put them all in there. You still charge $60 or $80 or whatever the heck you want to. Yeah. If this thing was like forty bucks, I could see it being like worthwhile, and it had all the DLC in it. You know, like those two games, like those two games are fine. Uh, right. One of one of them is much better than the other. Uh, I, 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 asylum. I, yeah, I would honestly play just basically buy that thing for Asylum because City is not like City's okay, but it has problems. Right, uh, I. Thoroughly enjoyed Asylum more than City. Like it would actually be nice if they like split the games up and like just had them for twenty dollars each. Because like, well, I know which one I'm going to buy now. <laughs> yeah, but then they couldn't call it a collection, so yeah, you know. Uh, related to that is there were some screenshots of Bioshock collection that like leaked that got like announced or something, and that that looks okay. <laughs> yeah, it got leaked on their. Website even, and they had to pull it down. But they already had the the space made for it with the name and everything. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. That you had the Borderlands collection. Uh, you know, I'm sure that if there ever is a Red Dead Redemption two, they might have a thing where you get number one for free or something. Uh, you know they'll they'll have other things at some point, and Bioshock makes sense. Uh, at least hope, they've been spending a lot of time with it, though. Looks like. I just hope the DLC is in it because Minerva's Den from Bioshock Two is really good. You think they wouldn't put the DLC in it? I mean, I mean they they could not. I mean, who knows with Two K? I mean, uh, I think they will, but. That, that, that was a very good add-on for that game. 
Hopefully she got the ones for Bioshock Infinite as well, so... Yeah. I kind of want to play that. On, I got that... I got Infinite on PC, and I want to get it. Click that, that add-on, but I just don't want to pay $10 for it. I understand that. Is it $10 for both the chapters, or just... It's just... The season pass is 10 bucks. Ah. And it's well, like, I'm... eh, that's okay, I guess, but... Still too rich for my blood. <laughs> I'm sure it was more expensive at one point. Well, the game is $7, so that should tell you something. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, yeah, so the DLC pack is more than the damn game. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, that That's great when Steam has like little pricing, pricing things like that. <laughs> well, but, speaking well, of... Go ahead. The game itself is seven fifty. The season pass is $10. Or you can buy them both together for twelve fifty. It's like, wait a second here. Yeah. You're getting screwed. Well, at least you get $5 off the season pass, I guess. Still not uh, still not a great deal, but yeah. not a terrible one. I guess they could charge more for the games or something. Uh, I, uh, you know, if you never played the Bioshock games, uh, 2 is a bit... Different, but still worth it. Uh, for it's the way it was, it's made. To, you know, it's made in its own way, and I think there's a lot of people that actually like Bioshock Two a lot. I think it's the best uh, one. <laughs> yeah, see, I've heard that, and I didn't spend a lot of time with Bioshock Two. I really liked one. I played a, a bit of Infinite, and uh, enjoyed both those games. So you know. Two, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Two is a much slower build. That's kind of one of the issues with two. And it takes a while for it to kind of get going and for you to get all the weapons and, like, power-ups you need to, like, make yourself feel better, like, like combat-ready compared to, like, the first one. Okay. Uh, but it's just a much better... I think it's better paced. And, like, the combat is just vastly... It's the best combat in the series. Wow, so there you go. Ringing endorsement for why you just need to get that collection. Of course, uh, 1 and 2 have been free in other right, or at least they've been on sales a ton of times, like you know Mark was just saying. So it's up to you. I wonder how much, if they're really going to charge $60 for it, if they're going to charge less. I think 40 would be a good price. Like, I honestly don't want any HD port of it, or, you know, a... PS4 port of a game from last generation to be more than forty dollars. I'd agree with that. It's... Unless unless they're packing in like six games into it or something. Yeah. So and then even then, like Rare Replay was thirty bucks. You know, all that's and that was a bunch of games. Uh, I mean, most of them are all old. But it still uh, had like Banjo Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, and Cameo, and I think Perfect Dark Zero. Yeah. So. It's, uh, yeah, you still had some fairly recent things, but still a lot of stuff in there for thirty bucks, and uh, like the God of Eater, God Eater uh, remaster, but they call it Resurrection, is twenty bucks right now on PSN. It's only downloadable. Uh, of course, they did that also so they can get themselves some extra money because if you wait to get God of e- God Eater two. In two months, you get God Eater 1 for free. 
but I think that's I think that's everywhere, but you have to have the day one edition. So if you don't pre-order it, you don't get the one with God Eater 1 in it. Uh, but I mean, like, like that's just... And that's a remake of a PSP game, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, that's not a bad price at all for it to be ported up to the PS4, similarly to the way they did uh, Typo. No, they're just going to get Crisis Core on there. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on, Square. Like, you want to finish the, the deal with Final Fantasy, you got to give us Crisis Core. I, mean. I think the problem kind of with Crisis Core is it has a lot of busy work built into the game inherently, which is, I mean, it's neither here nor there, but it feels like a mobile game, or it feels like a handheld game compared to, like, other games. <laughs> Didn't Typho have a lot of... I don't know. I didn't play the PSP version. <laughs> like it didn't come out in America, so ah, okay. Like there, I think there's like an English patch or like an English fan translation version out there, but right. Well, what you played at the PSC version, does it feel at all like there's quests and stuff you don't have to do, or <sighs> kind of? But like there's a there's a pretty inherent time structure to typo. I, at least the parts I played. Like, in Crisis Core, there's literally like a fat menu that says, do you want to go out on missions? That's what I meant. Ah, uh, okay. And each mission, is, it takes, like, a minute. Or, a minute, like, you know, like, five minutes to do. It's basically just, like, go around this small map and hunt, on this, hunt down monsters, and that's about it. I could see that working, because people like to have those things where they feel like there's more to this game than... Yeah, but if they wanted to bring it to consoles, like I think that thing would need that that part would need to be expanded on, or like the combat also probably need to be like I don't think the weird I love I I love the combat in Crisis Core, but I don't think the weird slot machine mechanic would would translate over to the, to like a PS4 version, unfortunately. Probably right about that. That's still one of those games I need to go play personally to really be able to speak on it but I mean it's one of those things like they're either going to bring it full bore the way it is or they're going to change it around and hey they're changing Final Fantasy 7 around so like if they uh, just release like a, basically that game an emulator form on consoles that'd still be fine for me <laughs> I'd still play it <laughs> they do have it on uh, PSN right for like for you to play on Vita and stuff Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, if they uh, if they don't, they missed the boat there. They should have. They, they could have made some uh, money with that one. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe with, with the, if the 7 stuff does well, people start clamoring for that. Hope you know. I don't know about getting dirt to servers in there or anything, but... I don't think it is on Vita. It doesn't look like it, at least. At least, uh, at least with the Crisis Core, you know it's a good game, and uh, people will probably want to play it. They, it's it's part of that seven story, so you know they should want to uh, let you complete it with that in there. But uh, you won't be able to uh, complete the rest of Destiny if you have a last gen console, because starting with uh, the new 
uh, Iron Banner and Trials of Osiris stuff, you will not be able to play that on PS3 and 360. You're going to have to upgrade. And you're going to have to buy the Taken King again on PS4 and Xbox One or Xbox One if you want to uh, play it. You kind of knew this was going to happen, right? I mean, they yeah. can keep supporting 360 and PS3 forever. I don't know anyone who's playing that game on v- like 360 or PS3. <laughs> I when I first well, the only time I've ever played it was on PS3 because I didn't have the PS4 yet. But you know, it's I can understand people that are mad, especially the whole having to rebuy Taken King. Yeah, yeah, they offered like when the like I think when the v- PS4 initially came out, they had like upgrade. For some games, like pay ten dollars and get like the digital upgrade or whatever. They should right. just kind of do that. Like if you already have a like if you have a Destiny save that is at least you're like past level ten, and they they could track that pretty pretty easily. Say, and just go like, all right, you get ten dollars off, or it's twenty dollars total or something. Yeah, I mean, just like the people that and see, this is not like what some of these MMOs have to do on PC where they can't really upgrade the graphics too much. Like with WoW, you don't get these huge upgrades in graphics because, yes, they have to still work on uh, PCs that aren't as good because of the other... Uh, the you know previous players that are used to playing it with, with their PC they have now. But it's different because it's still a PC structure. Whereas you should have known at some point, even though I think it's... I think it's a little crappy for them to not just wait till Destiny 2 to start saying, okay, look, this is only on Xbox One and PS4. But if they want to actually be able to do upgrades to the game, they, they have to do this. So, and where do, where do you, what do you think about this? If you're a PS3 or 360 player only, and you haven't upgraded to a new system for some reason yet... Well, I mean, they could... They're, they probably could put the new areas and stuff on PS3 and 360, but it would be a very, I don't want to say retarded, but like a very gimped or very not great experience. Like it would probably not run like five frames a second or something. And you're just running into problems. You'd run into problems where you just, you're just out of memory. Or it just is not going to run at an acceptable frame rate or at acceptable speeds. The areas might be too big, or they might be too detailed, or something else. But at a certain point, it's just like you got to move on. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they're saying that that's pretty much the thing is they would have to take out parts of whatever they're doing to these updates to make them worth you buying in order for it to work on these older systems that most people are not. Like, I don't understand uh, why in the world. WWE 2K17 is coming out on 360 and PS3 right now. Well, didn't like okay. six, didn't 2K16 like wasn't it basically missing the story or something? On the yeah, it was missing the career mode. The career mode wasn't even in the game. And like, why? Just it makes no sense. All you're doing is hurting to hurting it to where you can't really update the graphics to where they could be really awesome 
because you have to make it work on these older systems. It's just like dumb to me. Just we're talking about systems that are just look. I still have both of mine connected for the when the games for gold come out and and the PS Plus and I still do stuff on my PS3 uh, mainly because I don't have I don't have my old Blu-ray player anymore. So you know that thing gets used to play Blu-rays or whatever in the living room, but. I mean, I still have games I want to play on it and whatnot, but seriously, those are systems that you you shouldn't really be using that much anymore, especially if you have these older, the, the new systems, and the developers are already going to have this issue of making for the Neo and the the Scorpio or whatever. Just don't hurt your games anymore trying to make stuff for 360 and PS3. Uh I know people are going to say, oh, this sounds rich for you to say, blah, 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 but... We, we made the Do you agree with me on, on this? Like, We made the investment in ourselves to get new systems, so they should follow... <laughs> they should do the same thing. Yeah. No, trust me, 401 is not paying for us to, <laughs> to have a PS4 and a whatever. We had to buy those. Uh, but... Uh... uh. Yeah, like, at a certain point, they need to move on. And, like, I would say that 2K stuff is still, is, it's unbelievable, but completely believable when you look at, like, how stupid they handle that series. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, uh, what, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's believable to the point of, okay, you still got Ukes making this and whatever, but, uh, and uh, that being said, I mean, uh, they did reveal that Brock Lesnar is on the cover. Comes out October 11th, which, if I'm not mistaken, some other big game comes out that week. Well, it's October, so every big game comes out that month. <laughs> I know, but, like, normally they had them released later in October. So, that's weird. Is it, uh, is it one of the shooters or something? Or something comes out, um... I'll I'll look it up in a little bit, but uh, it seems like Brock Lesnar is probably going to be the story mode in the game. I can't wait to play his uh, match with Goldberg when the <laughs> audience just shits on them both. <laughs> I wonder if they will have that in there. Like they're going to have to use old uh, his from his first run because he hasn't had that many matches to fill out. The, you know, you'll you'll play eight matches and go, oh, well, there's a story mode with Brock Lesnar. If you just do the stuff from, uh... No, they'll have, it, they'll have, they'll have like, early Brock Lesnar career, and then it'll turn into a UFC game for, like... <laughs> <laughs> they already have the submission system, so... Why not, right? Uh... Yeah, that cover looks supremely stupid, by the way. Why? Like... It has nothing to do with wrestling, and just features fucking Brock Lesnar's stupid sword tattoo. <laughs> well, they probably weren't going to uh, just act like it didn't exist. Or whatever. he really needs to be the cover athlete of the new EA UFC game. Also, this to close the loop entirely. Well, that would have to be with the EA UFC 3, because 2's already out there, but I mean, yeah, that's, 
Oh, well, Gears guess... of War 4 comes out. Ah, that's a small game. Yeah. And PlayStation VR comes out two days after. Also small. <laughs> and Mafia 3 comes out, like, I think, that Friday. So, no one oh. cares about that. Yeah, no one cares about that, but still. Uh, always having to compete against uh, some uh, big names there. Uh, it'll probably still do well, I'm sure. Just <sighs> I, I mean, wrestling fans will buy it, but you, you, you both know it's probably not going to be a great game. <laughs> 2K16 was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it for what it is. Um, the career mode still needs to get improved, so it's not such a boring slog. Uh, if Brock is going to be the story mode, uh, maybe it'll be interesting, but I don't know. That stuff where you're just reliving the history thing, I think you need to update a, update that a bit. I mean, I don't know about you, but that gets tedious after a while. I just Well, it shows a profound uh, respect or like understanding of their product now. Because wouldn't you wouldn't you rather play like the rise of Seth Rollins instead, or someone who's actually there every week? It's oh, like what, it's like yeah. what is a Brock Lesnar career mode going to be? Like I wrestled the WrestleMania match, and, and then I went bow hunting on my farm for six months until I got called up for SummerSlam. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like they're going to have to use all his stuff from the 2002 to. Was it like, 2004 or whatever that he was there for? I mean, well, you would know this. When did he come back? 2010? 2011? 2012. How, you wouldn't know this off the top of your head. But estimate how many matches he's been in since then. From now to then. 40? 40? I don't think it's 40. I think it's less than that. 30? I mean, compare that to like... Yeah. When they did the Stone Cold like story mode, it's like that dude had a career of five years, but he was there every. Oh, guy but they did his WCW stuff too. You know, okay, then did. eight yeah. years or nine years. Okay, I didn't know about that, but like compare the two, it's like they. Well, no. plus Stone Cold has all those matches that he did you yeah, know, every think, day. You know, I mean, Brock had a lot of matches initially, like you know his first run WWE run, but. Now he's been in less than 30 matches for the past four years. <laughs> yep. I mean, those were all, like, big matches that you could sort of build a story mode around. Sure, uh, but you know. it's not the same thing as, like, oh, it's not the, it's not the historical aspect that right. they seem to want. It's like, I they, they already did Stone Cold. They can't do Hulk Hogan. Like, no. Yeah. Uh, I assume have they have they done the Rock or have they done that in the past? No, because they didn't start doing that till uh, thirteen with the Attitude Era mode. So they've only done Attitude Era, the WrestleMania thing, uh, Stone Cold, and now Brock. They did somebody else in between. Like, was it? They must have gone back to the old formula during one of these because they've only done. Well, I know one of them they did like a historical, uh, like through the like era, man. Like yeah, that was the WrestleMania one. They did okay. 
that was uh, 2K14, I want to say. Like, what they do with 2K15, you remember? That's the one I don't remember. That... I can look it up real quick. I think that was maybe some... Because that might have been when they started the career mode. That was the my... John Cena stuff. Oh, that's right. The John, yeah, the John Cena thing because he was on the cover and there was but some no, stuff. On. They still had 2K Showcase, which was 30 years of WrestleMania. Okay, so it's the 14 one that I that I can't remember because 13 was Attitude Era and yeah. 16 was Stone Cold. So. Well, 13 also had 30 years of WrestleMania. So, 13 yeah. also had uh, Undertaker wrestle the streak. Oh, yeah, the streak thing. Yeah, that's right. But, like, Brock is not, he doesn't have a history, like, he doesn't have that legacy that they kind of seem to want. And the right. only people that could, they could realistically do that with would be uh, The Rock, obviously, Triple H, that would be kind of weird, though, uh, yeah. Mankind, maybe. They, I they, could they, see him. They don't, they don't doing... like him apparently, or they don't like. They have mixed feelings on mankind. Um, Undertaker, like oh, more, I... more of an Undertaker mode, I would say. But, yeah. Uh, but or focus on the, just the new guys, but they don't That's, seem to want to. It's a thing, and you know they could focus a lot on the new guys, and they don't. So like focus on. Like, have it just be about John Cena rapping about his three dicks. Like, I'd be into that. <laughs> I'd buy that. Oh, my God. Too bad we don't do... If if I ever do the putting quotes of us in the intro, that's going to be in there. <laughs> wow. Like, have that be a karaoke, karaoke revolution. Like, you just have to <laughs> sing his album... Yeah, there you go. Let's sing John Cena's album. <laughs> Actually, know um, that album. It's not too bad. But yeah, like that's that series. Honestly, needs like compared to every other franchised like sporting or sport like sport franchise. Yeah, WWE is like in bad need of a rest. I yeah, I wish they would. Maybe make it every two years or something. Yeah, uh, like well, the problem. Well, I mean, aside from Ukes, that's that's the number one problem. But yeah, you have to feel get the feeling like those people just have they might have ways like ideas to improve the series, but they are on such a strict timetable that they can't put them together. Or can't can't like you know put it put it in there. <laughs> right. I mean, I give them a lot of credit because last year they had, you know, the biggest roster ever, and the Stone Cold mode was fun. They did change the submission system around. Uh, they changed that reversal thing uh, to make it to where reversals are more like just like finishers. You have to actually think about it, you know. So they they did a lot of the system. So it's going to be interesting to see what they can change uh, going into 2003. You know this the two K seventeen. Uh, hopefully, they'll mess with that career mode. Hopefully, they'll do some stuff with universe mode. Uh, too bad the brand split's happening too late. They could c- bring back GM mode. Uh, well, that's a problem of that game gets locked down. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but that that what you just said was one of the problems of, of 
of the series. It's like it's the biggest roster ever. It's like okay, did he fix any of the physics problems of the games? No. Nope. Well, I mean, it has Mikey Whipwreck. It's like, did, did you fix any of the physics problems of the games? It, it, it has it has three versions of Stone Cold. Let, let me repeat the question for a third time. <laughs> it's like that series just needs a de- like, you know why they put it out because you know WWE demands it probably, but well, yeah, like it just is it's such a. Like I would honestly like it if two K like two K just gave the license to someone else like on the down low and said you got three years to develop a new wrestling game like we're gonna still put out the Ukes games but have visual concepts do it and see what they can come up with and go from there. Yeah, because I thought supposedly last year was supposed to be, like, Visual concept is now the one in charge, that they're really looking at this, they're the ones really doing this, they're just learning from Ukes or whatever. And they were supposed to slowly phase Ukes out, and then they just went and hauled all the Ukes people and brought them in, it's like, okay, well, are you really changing the game? That was like, again, I don't want to hate on the game. The game was still very good last year. Let's see what they change about it or whatever, but... You know, wasn't last year the one also where it's like they had like the 360 version had no campaign, but it had all the NXT stuff. Yes, you had that. Uh, it did have the Stone Cold, but it didn't have the career or whatever. So it's just like, why? And then it ran terribly too. It was bad. Um, so you know, don't buy the 360 PS3 version again because it'll probably be. Crap version again, I'm sure. Uh, did you see where... Uh, I mean, they're not the first to do this, obviously, but uh, they're making an educational version of a uh, civilization for high schools. Yeah, I can see that working. Uh, they, they actually kind of phase out some of the weird civ historical aspects, but they, that's... I mean, it's a good way for get to kids get to kids to learn. Yeah, I mean, they can learn critical thinking and. Well, I remember uh, playing Oregon Trail as a kid. Yep. <laughs> well, you learn really quick about somebody dying. That's. What you or learn. how to walk up to a buffalo and shoot it. <laughs> yes, that too. And watch the the little. Uh, cart go down and see how long your family makes it before they one of them needs something or you have to buy food and uh if only you had the we're in gauntlet where the thing that tells you huh this person needs food <laughs> badly uh there's apparently some kind of online component or whatever that the teachers are gonna be able to use so i mean it's pretty cool, and and, and Civ Six comes out October twenty first, so at least yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Like it looks pretty good. I know you're a big fan of those games, so I uh, am, but I I need them in small doses. Like <laughs> I, I can't review like four of them at a time. <laughs> yeah, you kind of get stuck with some of those. Ones. Like don't uh, just don't give me one and play it. 
Uh, I know you're excited about this new Sonic game that is coming out next year. Yep, this is the one that's finally going to bring the series back after oh. after 15 years of darkness. Uh. Actually, it should be 18 because Sonic Adventure came out in 1999. Well, it could be worse, right? I mean, it could have more Sonic bestiality in it. That'd be, that'd be pretty bad. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. But it's the 25th anniversary of Sonic, and you can count on one hand how many good Sonic games there have been. Sonic. Uh, Sonic 3, Sonic 2, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic CD. And Sonic 1. That, uh, that's pretty rough, actually. <laughs> like, It was it, still it, good for its time. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's good for its time. But, I mean, you can go back and play Sonic 2 now and have it be pretty mm-hmm. okay. Sonic doesn't. Sonic One does not hold up that well. I agree with you. Uh, Sonic Pinball is decent. Pinball, yeah, that's a good game. That's yeah. weird, but good. And Sonic Fighters is okay in a bad virtual fighter ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, so it's a virtual fighter ripoff, and I've never I didn't play it so. Uh, well, the Sega, the, the Sonic uh, One and Two on Dreamcast were good. No. No? You didn't like no. those? So, Sonic Adventure is where the darkness started. I it, liked it. It's when they introduced Big the Fucking Cat. Well, and they introduced all those Sonic characters other than Tails. And, uh, no, because the... Knuckles was there. So was oh, Amy, yeah. Amy Rose and Sonic CD. Oh, okay. Yes, they don't have a lot of familiarity with Sonic but CD. But that's when they changed, changed his name from Dr. Robotnik to Dr. Eggman. Uh, that that's where the that's where it began. And for what it is, Sonic Generations is actually not that bad of a game. Like it's actually a pretty good third of a game. It's the rest of it that kind of disappoints. Apparently, Sonic Chaos is actually good if it wasn't on a Game Gear. But uh, well, yeah, but there was those are all just. Ports of like the Sonic stuff from the right. Like so, I had a friend of mine, a friend of mine recently that was lamenting about Mighty Number no. Nine sucking, and how Mega Man is like Sonic. And I was like, no, because Mega Man has made good. They have made a crap ton more good Mega Man games than Sonic games. Yeah, because then you have the X games too. So. Even the battle, like Battle Network, got a was pretty good. It got burned out, but they started fine. The Zero series was fine. Like Mega Man can still play in today's world if they did Mighty Number no. Nine correctly. They didn't, so that's why that game sucks. But you can still make a good Mega Man game now if people wanted to. Right. I don't know about 3D Mega Man, but you can. Make... Well, that that is one thing. He's like, I want Mega Man Legends three, and I'm like, so you want a game with no draw distance? And it's like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Mega Man's just kind of one of those. I mean, like Kirby was good in in 3D. Don't get me wrong. It you know the 64 game was not bad at all, but it like, felt weird. I thought. <laughs> but Kirby is, it's kind of like Mega Man. They're both much better in 2D than you know, uh, than than in the trying to force them to be 3D or whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, so if I guess we're supposed to find out more 
uh, July 22nd when they have the anniversary party in San Diego. Um, I mean, if they just did like HD ports of the first three Sonic games, that would be fine. And if it, the thing is, is if they did, did them correctly, that is the key. <laughs> See, but that was, like, the only thing. Like, the 3D, that they got it right with Sonic 1 and 2. Then after that is when they just... I don't know what happened. They could not do it anymore. It's, they, they tried to get too cute with the 3D, and it just didn't work. And, uh, well, that Shadow game, too, was actually not that bad. The Shadow the Hedgehog game. You're a bad person. <laughs> I like that game. <laughs> I should show you some videos of that game then. <laughs> I saw I saw a video of someone just breaking the game entirely. Like ah, oh, well, see, I wasn't trying to break the game, but I remember playing Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic 06. I actually want to well. get that game sometime. <laughs> Was it bad? Sonic 06. Yeah, it, that's one of well, that's a that's the one with bestiality in it. Oh, but okay. aside from that little fun nugget, it's one of the worst, the most poorly dis- poorly programmed games in existence. So like, worse than Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom has <laughs> one problem of Knuckles infinite jumping. This game has like a litany of problems. <laughs> like I said, there's a video I should show you. This guy made a 10 minute long video of glitches he found in Sonic. Sonic 06, and it was stuff like he ran through a checkpoint and there was a Sonic model waiting there for him. Wow. Uh, another was you can still you can do an infinite jump with E102 Gamma in the game, so you can bypass like large parts of the game and even get to parts of, of levels that you're not supposed to, like where other characters are supposed to be. Yeah. And the greatest one, though, is there is a voice acting... There's like a line in the game where it's like, we need the troops to come over. And the voice actor says it, and then he says, oh, wait, I messed up, can I do it again? And that's in the game. He literally just says, like, we need the troops to come over. Oh, wait, can I do that again real quick? Oh, wait, the troops... We need the troops to come over. And it's like, someone didn't listen to this beforehand? <laughs> Wow. It's, like, Sonic 06 is, like, legitimately one of the worst Sonic games. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. There you go. Uh, the, there is a, uh, in, in that same Korean board that Mark was talking about with uh, the Bioshock and everything, uh, there's also a Pac-Man CE2. Which the first one was really good. Um, so if they make it anything like that, I'm all for it. Yeah, the only question is, what more can they, can they add or change? Yeah, because the first one had a lot of modes, so I don't know what... Unless they just want to basically call it a 2, but it's a lot of just updating it for the current gen... Well, the one thing they could do is there is a Pac-Man champion, like, CE arcade game with four-player multiplayer. If they put that on consoles, that'd be cool as hell. 
Well, I guess they could try to put both in there, have the single player and have the that multiplayer game in it. See how that goes. Or have like one player be Pac-Man and other players be the ghost. Oh, that'd yeah. Kinda, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be interesting. Well, or uh, like yeah. have like really big maps and then have that like one player is the ghost and then the, or one player is Pac-Man and then have like seven other players be the ghost and then the player who kills Pac-Man becomes Pac-Man. Ah, okay. Like th- that'd be kind of cool stuff, honestly. <laughs> I'd go for that. Like a game of uh, like tag. All right. Yeah. I swear there was a game that did that. That lets you. That had a mode like that where you. Was it like Max Payne 3? The multiplayer? Yeah, it was Max Payne 3's multiplayer. Whoever killed the guy, you became Max Payne. Yeah, I mean, and that, then, yeah. That type of mode has been in other stuff like, a lot, like through years, but. Right. It's still kind of a neat concept, but. How do I, you I, feel about this, uh. Animation Throwdown, the quest for cards, with all of the Fox characters, Sans the Simpsons, but... Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It really depends. I, I, the gameplay is probably going to be here, neither here nor there. I mean, who cares, honestly. But it'll be really interesting to me if they get all the voice actors for it. I'm sure they could just rip lines from the shows. Yeah, but if like they could, I guess, but that would just be incredibly lazy of them. And it's like, what kind of lines you like? I guess it would need specific lines for it to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, granted, like most of those shows are still on there, like Family or Family Guy. Uh, they could get American Dad in there, no problem. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. But King of the Hill and Futurama are the big ones that they need to get. Like, they need to get Mike Judge in there. Do you think that they might add, like, Simpsons DLC or something? Or just... <sighs> maybe. Uh, maybe the Simpsons are the bad guys. You're trying to take them all out. <laughs> I thought Fox owned them, so... Yeah, they do. Uh, Why wouldn't you put them in there? I mean, it would sell by itself. I think with just the Simpsons. Like, well, look at the, oh, I think Activision owns the rights to the games. Well, I was gonna say Warner Brothers because like Simpsons are in that Lego game. Oh, that's right. So, that, like, the Simpsons might actually be locked up somewhere for a well, while. Well, they okay. It was Vivendi when when Vivendi was with Activision. That's when Simpsons were. With them. I don't know if that license expired and somebody else got it or whatever, but... But there is that Simpsons free-to-play game out there now, like, tapped out, which... Yeah. I have friends who play that thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I have friends who play that thing, too. And they're like, man, I'm hooked on this thing. I'm like, alright, don't get me into it. (laughs) Wouldn't start with that. But, I mean, listen, it's not that hard to make a comparable CCG... Uh, you have characters people care about, fine. Uh, it's only on mobile, 
as of right now. Uh, it's coming out Q3, apparently. So, you know, let's see. Um, they need to get, like, uh, Fox Kids animation cartoons, and they're like The Tick or Bobby's World. Yes. Please do. Uh, especially The Tick. I love Bobby's World when I was a kid. That that show was awesome. Watched well, you know what? Are you going to watch that new Tick show? I don't know. I probably will. Just for the nostalgia's sake. But I like the old one. Yeah. I, I like... I'm the only one who watched it, but I liked it. I only watched the cartoon, but that was still good. Cartoon. Uh, it, they call it an inventive genre-bending game. Yeah. Okay. Yo, do I have to buy packs of cards with real, <laughs> with real money? <laughs> Please, I hope to God not. If it's not free to play, I, they are messing up on that one. I don't think that they have. The, I mean, they have the cachet with the names. They could get people to buy it, I'm sure, but you know. Who knows? They're making you pay for Gwent, so... Again, like, the whole thing for me with this thing would just be presentation. Like, I want it to be, like, really well done. Not some cheap cash-in that you know it's going to eventually be. <laughs> right, yeah. If they if they treat it with respect and everything, it's going to show and people are going to want it. If, if they don't, then you're going to see it that way, too, I think. Uh, so, uh, you're going to be reading these Mass Effect Andromeda prequels? No. <laughs> <laughs> not that into Mass Effect's world, huh? Not unless they figure out... Not unless someone actually devises a way for Metagel to work in real life. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know. I've never been... Look, Mass Effect obviously has its lore and whatever, and... I get they want people to get interested in this, and I think big Mass Effect fans probably will. I just I don't think that I think if you tell a random person just like the games, go hey if you want to find out more about Mass Effect Andromeda, there's a bunch of books you can read. Probably like nope. <laughs> so or or there's a wiki you can go to for five minutes and it'll explain yeah, it all too. anyway. <laughs> the only video game books I've read were like the Resident Evil books, and they were. 15 years ago. I've read some of the Warcraft ones. They were interesting. Uh, and I still want to get that Ready Player One because it's going to have the movie, uh, which I've heard is really good. Or the, the book is really good. But, yeah. Uh, uh, so there's a director, uh, the director of Drive. Uh, he wanted to do a Wonder Woman movie, but that's already being made. So now he's interested in doing a Batgirl movie uh there's been talk of her being one of the ones that show up in the harley quinn movie do you think she has enough to have her own movie uh it really depends which which batgirl they're gonna do because there's a few of them um and if it's gonna follow the same typical wb like warner brothers look like the like the zack snyder look That'd be that'd be terrible. Like if he did it himself, it'd be kind of cool. Um. Also, like what what? Again, one of the problems I guess would be like what are Batgirl's villains? 
wouldn't they be the same as well Batman? yeah but that's the thing it's like if you associate it, you can't do that because then you just feel like why isn't Batman here <laughs> or like she had I mean she might I don't know I don't read DC and I don't I, I don't know Batgirl that well but I don't know of any of her specific villains because she is essentially a supporting character for Batman that'd be like wanting like a That'd be like wanting a Robin movie. It's like... Oh, you know there's going to be people that want that at some point. I don't think it's going to be enough clamoring for his own movie, but... I don't know. I think there's a reason why we're they're even doing Harley Quinn with uh, the other with other female characters, because most of the people claim to love Harley Quinn. They're not having her be by herself either. I'll be real curious to see how well that Suicide Squad movie does. Oh, they better hope it does well because uh, it's they're <laughs> they're on that time where well, they really putting, need one of these things to work. They're putting all their eggs in that basket, and if it doesn't work, it's like oh. <laughs> oh we'll just do Justice League, and if that don't work, well then might as well get out of it, or at least if they're smart, just. Stop if you're not uh, making good movies. Again, all their movies have the thing about X or the thing about Marvel is all of their films feel different, or at least look different, and all the crappy DC movies look the same. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, everybody has to be dark and gloomy, and we don't change. You know, Superman's already hard enough to make you care about him because he's got all these powers and and everything. It's you're not really helping. But uh, yeah, that's gonna do it, I think, for our news. I know you're. Uh, I'm sure you're excited. Preacher got renewed for season two. Yeah, I'm more excited that Twelve Monkeys got renewed for season three. <laughs> I, Gary really likes the preacher show. Uh, do you like it a lot, or it's just? I think it is fine, but it needs to kind of pick up the pace a little. Um, and it'll, I'm curious when they actually get kind of get the get the show rolling, because the comic is itself the comic itself is a road trip, and when do they start that in the show? <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Or do they deviate a lot from the comics and not do that at all? Well, they already have, because like the issue one of the comics, they're on the road. And for the past five TV episodes of the TV show, they're in one they're in the town. <laughs> ah, okay. But, it, I mean, it's a, it's a well-done show. I'm not going to... Uh, but I just wanted to move faster. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, all right. Well, there you go, Mark. Uh, I'll have to ask Gary and see what he thinks about the pacing. Every time we're doing one of the podcasts, he always tells me how much he enjoys it. Uh, I, AMC seems to have that issue. Like, it takes them a couple seasons to get the thing going. And then once they get rolling, it's really good. Uh, even yeah. Walking Dead, it took a couple seasons, I think, for it to... Well, Walking Dead really hit just in, almost immediately, but also Walking Dead didn't have anything else. Like, it had no competition. Like, this right. thing, Preacher's had has got Game of Thrones against it. It's like, 
good luck. <laughs> you can't you can't counter program for that. You can try, but it's just gonna be bad to the show that you're doing it to. Well, luckily for Walking Dead or for uh, Preacher, yeah, Game of Thrones just ended, so right. They don't but have to again, worry about that for another year. Twelve Monkeys got season three, so that's all that matters. I <laughs> uh, still need to check that out. Yes. You keep oh. telling me. To... The German actress on that show is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I never enjoyed the movie, and I've heard all the good things about the show from you and other people, so I need to uh, the show, and check it out. The show is kind of interesting because it's not the same as the movie, obviously, but they do. there are similar elements to it, which is kind of mm-hmm. neat. And they use they totally use the movie like the movie soundtrack at one point. Oh, sweet! And that movie had like a very that the movie had like a very distinct theme song. So I said, like, "Hey, I recognize that." <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we do have uh, quite a few uh, releases. Some I've already talked about. Uh, Zero Time Dilemma is the last of the. Uh, trilogy that has Virtue's Last Reward and the 999 uh, games. This is supposed to be really, really good. It's for 3DS and Vita. So if you've liked the other two, definitely worth checking out. Uh, let alone not just this game, but you've got the Inside game has come out from the guys that made Limbo. It's 20 bucks on Xbox One and on PC too, I think. And... Uh, it's supposed to be great as well. Totally delivers. Um, after we didn't hear anything about it, then at E3 they showed you a little bit and said it's out in two weeks. And looks like it's another gem as far as the downloadable games. Seeing lots of nines and tens of this game already. And uh, Lego Star Wars Force Awakens is apparently really good too. Seeing a lot of people saying it's one of the best ones that has come out in a while. Um... I mean, I know it's not a lot to say that, but let's you know the reviews I read basically like it's yo, it's another one of those games. <laughs> ah, there, I mean, I've I've read some that are like really glowing about it. So, um, I think it's funny all these different pricing tiers that they have for it. <laughs> but like on the older systems, it's fifty. On the PC, it's forty, and on the new systems, it's sixty. So. Yeah, uh, if you if you hunt around, it gets much cheaper on PC also. What, to like, uh, what, 25 or 30 or something? Uh, 17. Wow. Jeez. That's, that's a steal right there. Um, sadly, the Star Ocean Integrity and Faithfulness is apparent, Faithlessness is apparently not good at all. Um, so, I'm kind of sad about that. I'm a big Star Ocean fan. So, I don't know, and every one of those, when it goes on sale, might pick it up or whatever, but apparently the story's not good, and it tries to be bigger than it actually, than the uh, budget is it actually is given to the game. So, yeah, because of the budget, had to go to Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you can't make a sci-fi game on a low budget, that doesn't really work. Um, seven Days to Die... Which is basically like a post-apocalyptic world, and it has a bunch of different combinations of stuff in it. 
I don't know, it's $30, so if you're into those kind of, oh my god, I'm going to die, and I got zombies chasing me, and whatever kind of games, there you go. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven, Sturden, which is uh, one of those space shooter, endless space shooters, and God Eater Resurrection, which I already talked about, is the re- the remaster of the PSP game. It's 20 bucks on PS4 and Vita. Uh, if you're planning on getting the Rage Burst 2 game in two months, you can save yourself 20 bucks and just get that game. Because uh, it'll have uh, God Eater 1, but only if you pre-order. Uh, I've heard great things about this, other than obviously it looks like don't expect for it to look awesome because they're uprising a PSP game. But the gameplay is actually really fun. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, what was your top eight this week? Right. I think top eight Marvel characters I want to see in a game or like have their own game. There you go. Uh, four PC questions are going to be out in a little bit, and then it'll be up on the site on uh, Friday morning. Uh, top five I still have to think about here. I'll probably um, figure it out either later tonight or in the morning and send that stuff out. But yeah, uh, be sure to... I don't... Have they had any reviews lately? I didn't check today. Not really. So, Nothing, nothing's been coming out. That's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Adam's doing the, the last thing that the last thing that we reviewed is Guilty Gear Third, and I did that. <laughs> wow, I don't know if uh, Adam's doing Token Mirage Systems or not. I gotta talk to him see if I need to start. I mean, I've tried to play that thing as much as I can. Just the Wii between the Wii U controller and the kid also likes to use that TV. It's not the easiest way to make time, uh, but. Yeah, so until uh, next week, enjoy your games, and we'll see you later, everybody. Later.